everybody, welcome to the DPI Podcast uh, News and Notes Show for March the 8th, 2022. Uh, good one tonight. Uh, we've got Peter live at Epcot for Flower and Garden Festival. He is currently hanging out in the Morocco Pavilion. Uh, and we'll get over to him here in a second. Uh, talk about food and garden. He's been there all day. Or Flower and Garden. And he's been there all day. So we'll talk to him and kind of get his thoughts about what's what's going on over there and and how how it's different from years past and, and kind of what the vibe is this year um we've also got some things going around at the other parks and with disney cruise line and that kind of stuff so we'll also talk about those as well but um let me not keep him waiting too long and let's get uh peter on from princesses in the mouse disney travel Hey Peter, how you doing tonight? Being in the World Showcase of Epcot, so I mean, there's absolutely zero complaint that I could possibly have about my life right now. <laughs> uh, so you flew in, you flew in this morning. It looked like it rained down there a little bit. You know, how's the day been? How have crowds been down there today? Uh, crowds have been, uh, you know, they were kind of busy enough, and then. We waited. Um, one of the guys that I'm with has never been in Space 220. So we, after we ran over to Disney Springs to get our pass holder magnets, we came back and we just sort of impulsively decided to stand in the line for Space 220. And 30 minutes turned into 45 minutes and 45 minutes turned into an hour. And then at that point, we were ready to quit. But how can you quit after standing for an hour? So, uh, you're yeah, about, you're kind of committed at that point. Right. So we're like, like, all right, well, now we're seeing this thing through. So at about an hour and 30, hour and 40 minutes or so, we were able to go up to the bar of Space 220 for my buddy to see it. And the funny thing about how that all panned out is it was just starting to sprinkle when we finally got Space 220. And... It stopped raining right before we came out of Space 220. Oh, so you timed it perfect. So it downpoured the whole time we were in there. <laughs> um, so now what we're sitting with here at like a little after 7 o'clock is we're sitting with pretty scant crowds because a lot of people got drenched. A lot of people said, forget it. And they bailed. Yeah, rain so scares kinda, the people. Yeah, kind of walk. Now, granted, I'm in Morocco, so that's already a pretty uh, – less traveled area compared to some other areas in this park. So um, all in all, like, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like I say, it's a pretty slow day, but I am also in a, a kind of a slow area. So it, the real test will be at nine o'clock when I sit down to watch Harmonious, kind of gauge what the population looks like, how many people are in the crowd and what it kind of looks like. So, um, but all in all, it seems kind of, kind of relaxed. Wait times, though, our test track's been down since the storm hasn't come back up yet. Uh, wait times for the other two big ones, those being Frozen and Remy, Ratatouille, uh, kind of ranging right around like 75 to 90 minutes. So, you know, it seems like it's not all that busy, but the wait times would suggest that there's still quite a few people here. 
Um, kind of like what we've been seeing for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, we had talked about it before. Why don't you go ahead and flip your camera around and just kind of start walking? I don't know where you're going to go, oh. but we'll just kind well, I'm of. Heading towards, I'm heading towards France if I'm heading anywhere. Because okay. there is there is absolutely a concert going on right now in the America Pavilion. So I'll I'll turn on my uh I'll turn on my headlight here. We'll see if we can get a little bit more light as I walk because it is it is significantly darker at seven fifteen than what we were originally thinking, but <laughs> I think my my little headlight here helps light the way a little bit, so that's kinda nice. There you go. Um, so while, while you're walking, let's talk about a little bit of the news that's come out. Um, so let's start with the really big news. Uh, Disneyland Paris brought back like full-fledged character meet and greets uh, this week. And this has kind of been ahead of the 30th anniversary um, and their, their celebration that they're having there. Uh, and on the, on the shareholder call yesterday... Um, the the vice president of parks basically came out and said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be bringing back the character meet and greets the way the way they were really soon." You know, what are your thoughts there? Uh, it's just one step closer, right? I mean, every time we talk, it's just uh, one step closer to the normal. I decided to stop here over at the lake so you can kind of look across at the globe because it is illuminated with his LEDs right now. Um, I don't know if on a zoom, I don't think I can like mess with my camera. Maybe. Oh, I can. Look at there that. You go. Yeah. So there is a globe. If we watch it a little bit, it'll keep doing some stuff for us. Um, but anyway, I'll respond to your question while our viewers are able to watch this globe. I'll try to stabilize my arm a little bit. Um, it's just one step closer. I mean, every time that we talk about things, you know, like I haven't put a mask on at all outside of transportation today. So, you know, wore it on my flight down here, wore it on the monorail. Um, but outside of that, you know, going into buildings, going into shops, all of that stuff, no mask. So that has been an absolute delight. Not having to worry about mask on, mask off, mask on, mask off, mask off. Um, so that's been pretty great. So really the news of the character meet and greets coming back to normal is just one more step in the right direction, right? Now, yeah, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry, I hit a, <laughs> my fault, my fault, my fault. Oh my good golly. I was trying to like change the view and I ended up going the wrong direction. Um, here, you know what, let's zoom back out and we'll just, uh, we'll go back to Peter vision. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll just keep walking. Um, you know, the biggest thing, I was talking with the uh, guys I'm traveling with today, and the biggest frustration, like we were told back in October that the dining plan would be back, and where is it, you know? I was a um, quick plug while I'm on this topic, just because I am talking about dining. We went to Rosen Crown, which is just, just across the lake, kind of, over over there to the uh, the left, like right around there, because um, uh -huh. I am walking into France right now. So I was talking to uh, Richard, my server over at Rosen Crown Pub, where I had a lunch reservation today, and I promised him that I would shout him out on the podcast today because um, we were kind of talking about, you know, what we were here for and 
and all that stuff. Oh, I'm going into kind of a dark area. Let's let's illuminate my path just slightly more. Um, so he was talking because I was talking to him a little bit. And, you know, I kind of asked him because he was from Tampa. So I, I just casually said, like, hey, man, I'm having a great time with you. So don't take it disrespectfully. But, you know, when are the uh, people from the UK, like, coming back in full force? And he said that they have been told one more month like they're coming back next month they're coming back next month and he said he's basically been told that since like november you know december so like for three or four months now he's just been sitting here being told oh yeah next month the people from britain are coming back and you're going back to where you were before um by the way he was a cook at satuli canteen before just for the record there you go um but you know I just kind of feel like that's the same thing with the dining plan. We were told in October it was coming back soon. And I'm still sitting here swiping my card at every booth, at every every meal I sit down with. I'm still just sitting here swiping a card or scanning a magic band. And I don't know. It just just kind of robs it a little bit. Because then versus sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I just used a credit. I'm sitting there thinking – Okay, well, how much money was that? Okay, well, how much money was that? Okay, well, how much money was that? Instead of just sitting there and being like, okay, that was just a credit. That was just a credit. I don't know. The way, you know, the way that it, Disney used to be with the dining plan was just sort of like, oh, my God, I have so many credits. Let's just eat to our heart's content. And now it's like, well, if I get that, that's another $8. Oh, uh, if I get that, that's another $10. Yeah, and I mean, we, we've we've talked about that quite a bit, the, the the lack of the dining plan. And, you know, Shannon and I actually talked about it this week, and we were like, the, the same thing. It's got to be a staffing thing right now, um, because if you look at some of the places that it's really hard to get reservations, it's a lot of the places that really rely on that international staff to be part of their, their cast there. And, you know, we talk about Teppanito a lot. Teppanito is almost 100% international staffing and it is almost impossible to get a reservation right now there because they just don't have the staff to to do it um i love that area you're in is it roped off yet no it's not i can walk right down to the waterfront so i do not think it's going to get roped tonight i'm I'm kind of i'm watching i'm watching your feed and and just kind of thinking about hey would that be a cool area to tape Harmonious from? But that almost might be oh, too close for me. I don't know if it's open, though. It'd be another view. Speaking yeah. of other views, I, d- I did get a re-record of Ratatouille. Okay. Um, just because, obviously, I knew where to put up and where to take down the 3D goggles. So I um, got a re-record of that today, so I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. And uh, so, I, I mean, just kind of back on topic i mean I'm, I'm really happy that i'm here um it's awesome to see the flower and garden festival kind of early on in its first week because it kind of just launched um lots of great morsels to snack on i went to the uh fresh kitchen and i had a goat cheese popsicle earlier so i'm gonna kick over to me because we're kind of talking oh that is not a good view never mind i don't like me we'll just keep looking at epcot (laughs) i i hadn't checked the lighting first so i like all of a sudden got the lighting and realized i look like frankenstein's monster (laughs) yeah 
So um, anyway, what I was saying, like I had this goat cheese popsicle. Okay. And oh my goodness, you look at it and you're like, oh, goat cheese popsicle, that's weird. So on a whim, I just grabbed it. It was so stinking good. Oh my gosh. Um, but you got to get on that if you're coming to Disney because that goat cheese popsicle is only available until April 9th because it's in that fresh kitchen stand. And um, that one, change. you're right. That one changes. Three different menus are going to go into that kitchen. The starting menu is around till April 9th, and then that menu will disappear till mid May. And then that menu will kind of ride out the festival. So there are three different menus sliding in to that that kitchen area, kind of over by a test track and where Flavors from Fire is during Food and Wine Festival, for okay. those of you a little bit more familiar with, with Epcot. So, um, you know, it, there, is, there is absolutely, there's some great food here, as always. The festival just kind of adds another layer on top of the Epcot experience. You know, you can, you can absolutely go to the old standbys. You know, you can go to the, the brick and mortar buildings, if you will. Um, but you can also just walk around and just glance at menus and pick and eat to your heart's content, you know? Yeah, and, um, and I think that's one of the cool things. And, you know, I'm going to tie the dining plan in with this a little bit just because we, we started talking about it. With with this festival, Food and Wine, um, Festival of the Holidays, even um, Festival of the Arts when they have Festival of the Arts there, you know, when you go to those different booths, it's a it's a tapas type menu so it's real small portions and that kind of stuff and it's one stack credit um and what what you can do is you can actually with the dining plan you can ch change it's a quick service credit correct into yeah you can take a yeah quick service credit into three oh hold on i'm getting the uh you're getting the first harmonious if you can hear in the background are they still putting it up at eight o'clock tonight? Nine. Park closes at nine. Wow, that's early for that first harmonious announcement. Yeah. Well, what? Seven thirty. I mean, that's yeah. hour and a half. Makes sense. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Because harmonious uh, totally derailed me. Quick, quick service credits into snack credits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one quick service credit can turn into three snack credits. So what's great about the festivals is because when you're on a dining plan, you sort of get to the end of the vacation and go, ah, crap, I got so many credits left. Just because, you know, if you're booking reservations and all that stuff, you don't even realize, um, like, oh, shoot, I didn't use any snack credits today. And um, being able to go to an Epcot festival a helps you kind of drain those snack credits you can literally use up 20 in a couple of hours um and then the other thing that the snack credit or the other thing that festivals let you do is you can go up to a stand and take three items and just say yeah charge me a quick service credit which is awesome versus like getting one of everything from the stand and then all of a sudden having to pay, you know, a $25, $30 bill if you got that and a drink. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, 
festivals at Epcot are awesome. What what we've been noticing also is they've been doing these special food events at the other parks as well. Right now you've got all the 30th stuff over at Magic Kingdom. Um, but something that came up last week was that um, Hollywood Studios is going to have a limited time dessert menu uh, for the Disney Park Sweet Treats uh, series. And they released those last week. And if you go over to Disney Parks blog, you can kind of check out all of those. Um, but there's an Orange Blossom Shake, uh, Beauty and the Beast Rose Cake, um, which is, let's see, what is it actually? It's a dark chocolate mousse uh, that's in the shape of a rose, which is really cool. You have get uh, over at Rosie's All-American Cafe, you've got the S'mores Cupcake. Uh, Trolley Caller Cafe has a chocolate covered apple, um, but it's dipped in more than chocolate. I don't know what else is on it. It looks almost like Butterfinger chopped up. And then uh, ABC Commissary has a mint chocolate chip cheesecake on the menu. Uh, also a tropical tart over at ABC Commissary. And Pizza Rizzo has a strawberry cheesecake cannoli. So, Ooh. Yeah, so I, I know you're heading... Yeah, I know you're heading over to Hollywood Studios tomorrow. So... Looks like you're going over to the Let's rat pizza if, uh, place. No, I'm past that. I'm through France. I'm uh, back. I'm over in UK. So I was thinking that maybe we should show the viewers kind of a interesting thing about Flower and Garden. And that is that they take some time to put up a whole bunch of these topiaries. So let me turn back on my, uh, my dash cam light. <laughs> so like, here is, uh, you know, here we got Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh, and I'm waiting because somebody's taking a picture and I don't want to be rude. Okay. There you go. Um, yep. And then here is the man himself holding his uh, red balloon. And then if we kind of keep coming over, because obviously, you know, Christopher Robin, uh, you know, Winnie the Pooh is kind of a, a British show. Yeah. Or uh, at least they have that accent, right? So here's Tigger. And then there's Piglet, and there's, oh, uh, look, it's poor, sad Eeyore. I mean, even in a topiary, he looks depressed. Look at this guy. <laughs> I mean, oh, I just feel bad for him. All right, let's go, uh, let's walk up a little ways, because in a little bit, just to live it up the path, we should find another one. So, you know, that is the cool thing about the Flower and Garden Festival compared to all the other. You still get the snack stand, so like right here, is the cider house that I'm walking by. I had an awesome cider flight from here. You know what? I think this is definitely worth showing. So this cider flight, this uh, pink lemonade, the watermelon, and the triple jam. Oh, that was a good cider flight, folks. Um, Top-notch cider flight coming from the cider house in the UK during Flower and Garden. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying, like, you know, Food and Wine Festival has all of these stands just like this. But on top of that, you get these awesome topiaries. Like, check this one out, right? We got TikTok Croc, and then watch. This is what I love about this topiary. He, like, disappears, right, under the water because we got a bunch of, like, bluish purple color flowers. And then, oh, look, there's his tail popping out of the water again. Like, that's that's just a really, really great attention to detail topiary. Um, here we got one, the, the infamous Captain James Hook and fighting his nemesis 
Peter Pan. And, um, you know, as we walk around the park, we're going to find a whole bunch of those topiaries. And that's just kind of something fun and great about the Flower and Garden Festival is you just have all these topiaries everywhere. There's, boy, I don't even know the exact number, Matt. I, maybe you know, but it's got to be close to 100 different topiaries that you can walk around and find throughout this Flower and Garden Festival as I'm uh, now making my way out of the UK and heading into Canada. Yeah, I don't, so I, I those, don't know that exact you, uh, number. Canada um, fans, we'll get you <laughs> well, a shot of the totems, you know, obviously. While you're in Canada, since that's, you know, probably one of the most boring pavilions, unless you like steak and poutine. Um, oh, poutine. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus is going to add a new ad-supported subscription late later in 2022. So this is going to be a cheaper option for people that want to have Disney Plus, but it is going to have ads. So if you think like while you're watching your YouTube videos, you have ads popping in there. It's going to have ads probably before movies, you know, maybe in the middle of movies at the end, um, probably all over that browser. They're going to be advertising different things to lower that cost. Um, looks to, like it's going to come out late this year. Um, just another way to rope you into purchasing something Disney. And uh, yeah. Uh, Star Wars Celebration is going to be in Anaheim May 26th through 29th. That's Labor Day weekend. Tickets go on sale on the 15th, so a week from today. Um, tickets range from, I believe it's $95 a day to $900 for the Jedi Pass. So, and that's the four-day ticket that's the Jedi Pass. Um, Sign me up. Yeah. There's the what? Citrus Blossom. That's another one of those snack stands here. I was citrus? actually, I'm, I'm glad we're on this because. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no go ahead. Go. No, no, it's too late. It's too late. No, I was just going to say the Citrus Blossom is where you can get the Orange Bird Sipper this year. Oh, that is true. Yeah, so I, I've made my way over. It worked out pretty well because I was meaning to get over here. So being on this with you guys, um, let me get over here to the Honey Bistro. The Honey Bistro is kind of right across from Starbucks. You can see Starbucks over there in the distance. It, although my camera didn't focus in, so it just kind of looks like blurry Starbucks. Yeah, it's that big white light in the, um, in the distance. Right. I'm looking like basically everything on this menu needs to go inside of my mouth. And you can also get the Spike to be Sipper here you'll notice yes um but like everything on this menu looks absolutely fantastic yeah so the orange bird is across the way and then there's a spike the bee sipper this year and that is right across the path um and then something else this is kind of cool that i noticed as i was walking through earlier but um here you know what let's just go ahead and go in here let's see if i can oh it's locked because it's after dusk uh, let's just go ahead and show it though so right across from all of that, this area always kind of changes year by year. So if you look, check it out this year, they put up a really great looking play area for little ones. Like one of the things that I always tell clients is whenever they talk to me about Epcot, they're like, oh yeah, we're going down to Disney and we're going to go for three days and 
we're going to go to all the parks, but we're going to skip Epcot because there's nothing to do for our kids. I just cannot disagree more. You've got Journey into Imagination with Figment. You've got the Finding Nemo ride. You've got the Frozen ride. You've got the Ratatouille ride. If they're a little bit bigger, they can also ride Soarin' and Test Track. I mean, there's so many things for them to do. And then on top of that, there's awesome culinary experiences year-round to challenge your kids to kind of push out of their chicken nugget, quesadilla, grilled cheese, mac and cheese milieu that they are stuck in and like try something unique and flavorful. Like my son used to have such a confined palate. And now today, if I say, hey man, what are you excited about Disney? He'll go, oh man, I'm so excited to go to Epcot and get that festival guide and check out all that awesome food that the festival has. Cause I just want to like try a bunch of stuff. So my son, the second we walk into Epcot for the first time, he will straight up grab a festival guide start reading it and then circling all the things he'll be like dad we need to go to stand 31 hey dad all right we've been to stand 31 now we got to go to stand 18. <laughs> you know like i don't know like epcot to me is it's just such a good park i i'm being biased of course because this is my favorite park and just like the fact that they put this stuff up right so you like go over to honey bistro or you go over to the citrus cafe and you grab yourself some bites and some drinks and then you let your kids run off some energy for about 30 minutes while you just sit and enjoy your bites and your drinks and then you keep going on with your day there's stuff for everybody there's tons of stuff to do here i don't know i just i just love this place there's not really much going that way so i'm gonna turn around and walk back into the world showcase a little bit there you go there you go um as far as news goes, the only really other news that we have is that um, Disney Cruise Lines is, is kind of following suit with the Disney parks, and they are dropping their mask mandates at most in for most places within the the cruise ship for vaccinated guests, uh, beginning on March 11th of this year. So just in time, yeah, just in time. Um, so yeah, so you don't have to wear a mask. You still have to get tested prior to, and you still have to use that Inspire website, which is might be the biggest pain other than actually working with Disney websites um, that that I've ever tried to do um, because it for every adult on in your party you have to set up another account because it's where they put the test results so it's HIPAA compliance so everybody has to have their own account it's a pain it sounds like a pain it took me about two and a half hours to do six guests. Oh, Mike and Darlene to do their own. <laughs> they are they are out and about. They're actually down in Pigeon Forge right now, so doing their doing their thing, their retirement thing. But yeah, so you're going uh, to Pigeon Forge and then down here for land and then straight to sea with you guys. Yep. Yep. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then they come back and they're gone again right after that, I think. So lots of lots of travels for them. Uh, what what are your impressions down there? Anything standing out uh, today as far as the parks, the feel, that kind of thing? You know, I, I, I feel like there's just kind of like an itch to people to get back to normal. So, yeah, I'm just showing you the... Uh... 
the garden grays. So you can go to these different stands, get these five items, and then you get these surprise. Uh, my family loves doing that, so I decided not to do it today. Same thing here. You'll see here that there are scavenger hunts throughout this festival. There is the spike one where you're going to go around and find spike on different flowers, pollinating them. And then there's the extravaganza, which is right around Easter time. So expected to come out here in a couple of weeks and be around as long as supplies last. Um, you can see there's some interactive experiences. I do want, oh, there it is. Actually, they're right there. Right there. The, uh, the Blossoms of Fragrance are new and it's in that walkway that main walkway into the world showcase and um it's pretty cool it's pretty cool and then the butterfly house is always fun so uh great times now in terms of this i mean i think we've been kind of seeing that for here i'm gonna switch back um i think we've been kind of seeing that for you know the last month or so it's just the crowd levels are up. They're kind of like, honestly, they're pre-pandemic or even worse than pre-pandemic in terms of crowd levels. And, you know, like you said, it's just a whole lot of people just wanting to get out and cut loose a little bit. I mean, that's why I'm here. It's, I'm here on a Tuesday and a Wednesday because I just, I just needed to get away. You know, there's yeah. just so much going on. And I said, hey, I need to take some time for me. I need to get away. And what better place to get away than to jump a flight down to Orlando? You see, I'm walking around with this guy all day. Nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It matches my shorts. See? That's solid. I think it's a pretty good, pretty good outfit. Uh, just, just me. But... Now I'm with you. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, anything else you got before we let you go and get back to enjoying the parks without a camera in your face? The best way to enjoy the parks. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, like I said, I, it's really exciting. Um, if you're coming down here for Flower and Garden, it runs to the middle of June this year. Uh, it which, runs to the first week of July this year. Oh, my goodness. So basically, like, right before Food and Wine is going to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because leave the stands out and just switch the menus, right? Yep. So the, um, I mean, if you're going to come down here, just flower and garden, food and wine, those are the top two festivals. Festival of the Holidays is awesome. Festival of the Arts, if you're, you know, consider yourself more of a lover of the arts, but um, you cannot go wrong. Flower and Garden is going to be just a whole bunch of good eats in all the different places. And food and wine is obviously going to showcase culinary delights from different areas around the world. Um, good news is, regardless to when you come down here, there's basically a festival outside of like four weeks of the year. There's a festival going on here. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like now. It just they do a week turn, or if, if if it's even a week now, and then it's it's next festival's up and going. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I love it. That's, you know, I was here, I don't remember when it was, but I was here when there wasn't a festival a year and a half, two years ago, whatever. And it just sort of like felt empty. Well, you know, we, it's like when the 
when the festival is going on, there's just sort of like a different buzz. There's a different energy in this park. We missed, we, we came on that week last year when we did our trip. We came on that transition that was, week. Yeah, that was probably it, is what I'm thinking of. You know, we were here. Oh, my camera just went all sorts of funky. Hold on. <laughs> the gimbal just died. No, it's got four. It's full battery. There. It decided to get back to work. Uh, <laughs> seriously, what the heck is it doing? All right, there we go. Um, yeah, when we were here last year, it did. It, I mean, I'm kind of still, I'm kind of still great. It's still a lot of fun. There's still lots of stuff to eat and drink and enjoy your time with. But there's a festival going on, boy. It's just, it's just a whole nother level. In a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it is, it is. And and that's you know, we we enjoy the festivals as well. Um, just just for those little bites, you know, like when we've got planned for our trip. You know, we've got an early early breakfast. We've got, uh, I, I won't say a late dinner. It's a it's a relatively early dinner, but we're just going to be snacking at food stands before and after that dinner, um, plus or minus a kitchen sink at Beaches and Cream. So, good ad, good ad. Yeah. So I mean, past that, you know, Epcot Epcot is one of those parks now that if you don't get a dining reservation, it's not a big deal because more than likely you're going to be at one of those festival times and you're going to be fine with the food you got. Right. We had a like I said, we had a lunch over at Rosen Crown and uh, got to meet a wonderful waiter by the name of Richard. And then outside of that, everything else that I what the heck is this thing doing? Uh, outside of that, like I'm in the middle of talking. It's like, hey, I'll see you later. I'm going over here. Um, it's got more important things to look at than I, your face. Clearly, clearly, ah, forget this guy. I like facing forward, like on its way around. Um, but anyway, that's what I've done the rest of the day. You know, just snack, bite, snack, bite, drink, bite. Um, you know, it's definitely a great way to work your way through Epcot for sure. Uh, where are you planning on watching Harmonious tonight? Well, I was planning on in the UK with a delicious snake bite sitting in front of me, but now after I saw the ropes aren't up, it might be at the bridge to France. So we'll have to see where my, uh, where my heart leads me. Well, sounds good, man. Well, I won't, uh, keep you too much longer. Um, but have fun. We will, uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Uh, you can kind of give us a rundown on how your your quick trip went. Tell us about how Hollywood Studios goes tomorrow. And then we can talk about all the news that comes this week. And hopefully we've got some, you know, specific times on like Guardian of the Galaxy opening and when we're going to get those character meet and greets back. Because um, I think we're, you know, days away from knowing that stuff right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it'd be great if they bust out the dining plan and all that info. Yeah, it would be awesome. All right, man. Well, have a good night, and we will talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. There goes my camera. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel. Uh, again, if you want to get in touch with him over on Facebook, at P-A-T-M Disney Travel, um, or if you just want to get information about planning a trip, you can check down here at the website down below, patmdisneytravel.com.
www.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Again, P-A-T-M, Disney Travel, W-I-X-S-I-T-E.com forward slash planning. Uh, that's about going to do it for us tonight. You know, relatively short show. Um, even with Peter at Flower and Garden, just wanted to let him enjoy his time there. But did definitely have some good news as far as dropping of some of those mask mandates. And again, if you feel comfortable, more comfortable going to the parks with masks, more power to you. Go for it. Uh, I am not one to judge. But at least Disney's giving guests that are vaccinated that that choice and that opportunity not to wear the masks everywhere in the parks again uh but past that thank you guys all for watching um we'll get into the closing all right we had peter with Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel on with us live from Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. And we talked about some of the food and things going. I get the feistiest and really talk, you know, down and dirty about. Tuesday.